So, yeah, I started watching Farrygon. Oh, yeah? And I didn't like it. Oh. Did you watch episode one? Yeah. All the way through? Yeah. Did you watch episode two? Started to. Okay. You have to finish episode two. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's kind of like a Fennet Princess Pirate situation. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. So. Oh, my God. I came into it with this expectation, right? Okay. With Fennet Princess Pirate, uh-huh. I expected it to be a cool pirate show, you know, like, hmm. Jack Sparrow, da 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 you know, and yeah. she's like a princess on this pirate ship. Uh-huh. It wasn't that. It denied my expectations. Uh-huh. I came into Fairy Gone mm-hmm. with an open mind. I was like, this is going to be cool. Uh-huh. Fairies, Well, you warfare. did not come in open-minded, clearly, no, no, because no, no, you no. came in with expectations. That's not but, but, open-minded. But, 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 I, I saw the description, and I was like, fairies in warfare? That sounds uh-huh. so cool. These people that can turn into, like, fairies, uh-huh. and they're going to go in with, like, their M1 Garands and, like you know be popping off and then uh-huh. they're in their little fairy forms like peter pan like uh-huh. and then peter pan wasn't a fairy he was a fairy peter pan was not a fairy tinkerbell was a fairy that's right tinkerbell was a fairy sorry like tinkerbell you know no, no, no. but like you know tinkerbell with like a gun yeah you know like mm-hmm. that was my idea going in okay and i was like that sounds so fun and then they started using their fairy power things mm-hmm. and it was just stands you know what a stand is right no like jojo's bizarre adventure it's where you in your physical form you summon a a being to fight for you and injuries against that being can also injure you jojo's started that it was popularized by jojo's and it was used in a couple other mediums like persona i'm sorry i'm sorry you're telling me that jojo's bizarre adventures <laughs> actually has concepts in it of a plot something like that okay i um, thought jojo's bizarre adventures really only introduced to the world like themes or memes and like art it styles it basically is just memes and yeah but okay. anyways fair enough so yeah that's what i came into Farragon thinking like oh but then it just came to be just stands and like the fairies weren't actually the people they were just their stand and i was like uh, i didn't care for it it just denied my expectation. It was like the Phantom Princess Pirate. Like, if it if it was like a more pirate, you know, pirate based show, I would have been like, yeah, let's go. But it wasn't. And then same with this one. It was like I was looking forward to seeing like little Tinkerbell fairies, like, you know. Um, and it wasn't that. But like, how did the fairies come to be? And like, where did the fairies come from? Where did they go? Where did, Where did they, they come, come from? from Cotton Eye Joe. Joe. <laughs> but anyways, welcome to <laughs> TubeCast. This is, that was so, I mean, I dangerously <laughs> close to being a copyright infringement. <laughs> With what? I'm not going to say it because I don't oh, want to, oh, but yeah, wow, yeah. so, I recognize that. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> welcome to TubeCast. <laughs> Today we are delivering to you a hot, steaming plate of crispy, crunchy rant episode. That's right. The long for told final episode of the rant, the pod of for season, season one. one. <laughs> season one. Um, Last episode of season one uh, um, is the uh, long hyped rant episode. Yes, I think literally the first episode we were talking about this. Uh, no, first episode we were talking about the backyard again. That's true. It was the second episode. But yeah, it's been a long time. I thought for a moment we could just take a quick, quick, quick kind of reminiscing about what where we came from and where da, we're going. Da, 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 da. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, I thought we would just quickly go over that and then maybe kind of talk about what we're going to 
like a year in the a year in the podcast because I think yeah. it's been a year since we started. Basically, basically so. been a year. Yeah, it's been a good it's been a good year. Yeah. yeah. We've talked about lots of things. Stupid stuff stupid that, stuff that we wanted to talk about. I think um most notably is the change in the consistent inconsistent change mm-hmm. of figuring out how to podcast yeah. and it's and, definitely been a learning process for sure yeah and i think we still are learning yeah um but i mean coming from i mean the first we we started with two computers and two microphones and mm-hmm. we thought that was going to be all right yeah. and it was a lot of audio issues and it was a lot of times me just editing for like 10 hours straight you know yeah Mixing the two audios mm-hmm. together and mm-hmm. finding different platforms to record on. I was recording on this like yes, weasel Craig. thing. Craig, we had I forgot yeah, oh, about we had Craig. Craig. We had Craig. R.I.P. Craig. Oh, Craig. And then you know we had different topics and stuff that we talked mm-hmm. about that were some sometimes not that funny, sometimes funnier. A lot of unfunny and sometimes controversial. Do you sometimes. remember the milkshake episode? <laughs> the milkshake episode. <laughs> so controversial. Oh my goodness, how controversial. <laughs> But, you know, it's come a long way, and we have a lot of plans for season two. And a lot of things that we'd like to improve on. Yeah. And so that's mostly where the break is coming from, is mm-hmm. just taking time to yeah. improve and and take some adventurous steps. Yeah. And we have some, we have really big ideas for episode one of season yeah. two that we really hope come to fruition, and yeah. it's very ambitious. It's going to be very ambitious. So if it, if it all works out, look forward to yeah. season two, episode one. And if it does not work out, just pretend like this episode did Didn't not happen. happen. <laughs> <laughs> Do not refer to this episode. You know, I, I think that is something uh, we definitely have made promises that we have not kept. I think there's a reference to like season two, episode four being... Or like there's, it's like a something episode, some season episode four or something where it's like, it's literally us going back and trying that fourth Korean chicken place that oh, just yeah. opened up and it just being like, yep, it was good. And that being the end of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, we haven't gotten to that that season yeah, yet though, yeah. in we'll, all we'll fairness. So. But anyways, uh, welcome to the rant episode. This is a rant episode. Um, the rules of the rant episode are uh, politics relating to this world yes this sekai this sekai are uh not allowed like Uh, i think what might happen is we might get a little tiny 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 bit like kind of political but not we're gonna stray as much as we can nothing more political than we haven't already been yeah yeah. In this in previously, uh, that's been constantly referenced in the many of the animes we t- talked about before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but no, sp- this is gonna be hard for James. He likes to <laughs> rant uh-huh. daily, and basically, uh-huh. he comes over just to rant about yeah. the politics oh, um, yeah. and how frustrating it is. So, yeah. this is really gonna be a challenge for him uh-huh. to see if he can get away with doing definitely uh, challenging for me, definitely yeah. not you. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you majored in social work. So. <laughs> Anyways, so we'll try to refrain from getting too political, and because we want to keep it, we want to keep it, a, you know, a healthy rant. You gotta feel your feelings. Feel your feelings. Yeah. You feel your feelings. Um, but anyways, that's kind of the only rules I think we have set. Uh-huh. Do you want to go first or? So I. I will say that this is probably going to be a lot of ranting about webtoons, uh-huh. manga, and anime. So I apologize because I feel like so much of our content lately has just been like anime and manga and webtoon. And I so apologize for that because 
I had a life outside of those things, like, I want to say six months ago, and now I don't. Yeah. So I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. And that's largely because I have been watching so much, I have been watching so much dubbed anime, like cartoons, because I like to watch things while I work. When I'm not listening to podcasts or music, I like to watch things, and I can't, I prefer subbed things, Mm -hmm. but I was watching cartoons, so I had basically watched Rick and Morty all six seasons all (laughs) what is now six seasons I think four times through Mm -hmm. I think I think I've seen that one four times through I rewatched Bob's Burgers all 12 seasons of that 13 seasons of that I think twice wow I had watched the Big Mouth series and Human Resources, and so what I'm saying is I'm going. I've gone through a good number of cartoons and comedies. Okay, yeah. pretty much all of them that look enticing to me on the platforms that exist. Yeah, I can basically clear one in one day. Wow. So I go through a lot of them, and so. I had basically cleared through all the American content pretty much a month into my start of watching while working. Yeah. And I don't really want to watch something that's serious or depressing. So mm-hmm. Unlike me, who's a depressed... <laughs> Well, I'm already depressed. Yeah, you're that's not true, that's true. a depressed I'm not actually person. Depressed. You're not clinically depressed. That's right. I am clinically depressed and I need things to counteract that, whereas you don't feel those feelings. <laughs> I, I have to watch stuff to feel those feelings. Yeah. <laughs> so things that are dark and grim. Plus it's hard to, you know, to yeah. to have something serious while you're trying to focus on things that are very serious and need full attention priority Mm -hmm. priority is my job so i need something that can mostly be background so that is why i ended up getting into a lot of the japanese cartoon realm of Mm. anime and doing whatever dub they have because again i can't i am a good multitasker but i cannot read sub while working yeah because I have to type all day. And so I can't do that. <laughs> Come on, we've watched enough anime. We've had the Japanese students. We we know Japanese by now. <laughs> I did do I did do a day where I watched a sub yeah. and multitasked. That's impressive. It was not ideal, but I did do it. <laughs> and so so yeah, so a lot of what I've been watching is dubs and i wouldn't say it's been we literally just talked about the last like five ten minutes of me being like clinically depressed and avoiding the serious topics because i need something funny and not stressful and i've literally been watching these dubs and i've cleared out the ones that i like the most so like all the things that look interesting to me and good and then now entering the world of like seinen and shonen which are like the ones targeted towards the boys and have grown increasingly more frustrated and annoyed with anime and manga culture because up until this point I've been in my little bubble of webtoon and manga that mm-hmm. is ge- geared towards the villainess. Yeah. <laughs> I have been in the villainess and her reincarnated <laughs> glory uh, up until this point and now I'm into this whole oh my god he's in a harem mm-hmm. and all the girls are like it's fine. You can be in a harem and I want you to be in a harem. I want you to accept this other girl as much as you've accepted me. Like, what the f***? Sorry. Sorry, editing Sarah. Mm-hmm. You're going to regret this episode so much. <laughs> no, it's true. I think it really sets like unreal standards as a guy. Like, yeah. 
now I, that's like kind of like the incel culture kind of thing you know like it's so it, apparent it really to me that, that it, it is incel culture mm-hmm. and their idea like tell me you haven't gotten laid without mm-hmm. telling me you haven't gotten laid like this is the japanese equivalent to the hiked up truck <laughs> this is this is the muscle car that makes really loud sounds mm-hmm. as it drives by because you're overcompensating yeah it's so apparent to me that i'm just like you clearly cannot get a girl in real life so you had to write this and animate this mm-hmm. first of all there are so many where it's like this guy ends up with like first of all hanging out with all these girls mm-hmm. or hang all these girls being in this scenario mm-hmm. or in this situation especially with like all the gaming ones i'm not that's not to say girls can't game because mm-hmm. girls can definitely be gamers yeah but like so many times just there are just so many i don't know anyway (laughs) but like get it all out get it all out (laughs) there are so many subpar and douchey guys who have girls like fawning over them or hanging out with them and that's just not realistic Mm -hmm. that's not realistic now when they're like the gayish characters like that's more or like the 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 boy who acts like more feminine or has a feminine side to him Mm. and that character has females surrounded by him that's more realistic that is more realistic because that guy understands what women think Mm -hmm. but so like first of all the scenario of all these women being around one guy or like just the idea that there are all these women but no other guys Mm -hmm. Like, there are so many that I've seen where it's, like, the proportion of women, the, the ratio of women to men is... Unequal. Unequal. Yeah, it's so <laughs> irrational. <laughs> like, like the, the proportions are so disproportioned. Like, you're telling me that in this scenario, there is only one guy and 14 girls. Mm-hmm. And there are no other guys. Yeah. And I always try to, like, when I'm watching these things, I always try to think about the opposite side. Like, when I'm watching a, a shoujo where it's, like, a girl's perspective, mm-hmm. are we viewing this with an equality lens? Like, are we yeah. doing the same thing to men? And I just don't, like, there are a few exceptions. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think we are. Like, in shoujo, men have their own storylines. Like, mm-hmm. they have unique personalities. And they're allowed to be their own character without fawning over the girl like that's yeah. not their personality mm-hmm. and there are like rational ratios mm-hmm. <laughs> proportions of people and then you have again going back to that whole like harem thing like i watched two before giving them up in the same week where they were like willingly and these were the words that they said where it was like i want you to love this girl and accept this girl's love like you accepted my love. Mm-hmm. So let her join the harem. <laughs> the fuck? Mm-hmm. Nobody says that. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody says that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. And I'm just like, there are, and it frustrates me so much. And this is actually going <laughs> into my webtoon rant. Okay. So this leads me into my webtoon rant. And and I promise you, you can rant in a second. It's all, but it's all good. You did propose the rant episode. I did. And I am that's, a that's what this is about. canonical and chronic ranter. Okay. <laughs> I never leave my soapbox. That's right. <laughs> okay. So. So you have all of these ones where it's like all of these manga and anime where the guy has a harem of girls. So, so many. And where he actually ends up, like the ending is 
him in the harem, actively mm-hmm. in a harem. Like, he gets all the girls. That is his yeah. ending, right? Yeah. And the reverse harem really does not exist, really. I mean, it's starting to exist. Mm-hmm. But so you have, like, the villainess one where she has a reverse harem and there are girls in it that everyone loves her is great, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Um, but again, that equal, like, there are proportion, you know what I mean? There yeah, are yeah. girls in her harem. Yeah. There's a proportion of, it's not all boys, there are also girls. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Because that makes sense. There aren't all boys in the world. (laughs) But there's also, the other one I can think of is like, kiss him, not me. Mm -hmm. And like, her whole goal isn't to end up with them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But that's my whole thing of those two. Where it's like, in a reverse harem, in all of the reverse harems I can think of, the girl either doesn't end up with anyone... Or she has to pick one. Mm. Or she only ends up with one. And I'm like, I just want mm-hmm. a little bit of equality where a girl ends up with all the guys. Yeah. All the guys. Okay? There is literally a webtoon on webtoons where it is uh it is literally called like the Emperor the Empress's harem or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like and she is she becomes the emperor. Mm-hmm. Like, so she's a female emperor, and all of the previous emperors have had concubines, mm-hmm. right? And so when they're, when she becomes empress, they're like, well, you just need a husband. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, why can't I have concubines? And they're like, well, you're a girl. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, fuck that shit. Sorry, editing, Sarah. I, I, uh, <laughs> all of you are here just... <laughs> I'm gonna... Have some concubines. And I'm like, yes, girl, do it. Because all of the ones where they become empresses, they never have concubines. But all the men always have concubines. And my whole thing is, my irritation is, she has these concubines, but she never sleeps with them. (laughs) She never even entertains the thought of, like, dating them. They're just concubines in name. And I'm like, listen, I want sexually liberated (laughs) women yeah. Why? Yeah. Why can she not? Like, until men stop being portrayed that way, why mm-hmm. can't a woman be portrayed that way without being portrayed, like, as, like, a slut? Yeah. Or a whore? And I'm not censoring those words, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> because she's not. She's just sexually liberated. If the guys aren't sluts and whores, then she's not. That's right. But it's like, you literally have it. The title is She Has a Harem. And they're her concubines. Yep. But she doesn't utilize them at all. Why? Mm. There are so many like that word that's like, guess what? She has a harem. And not once. Not in any of them. I just, it drives me absolutely insane. And listen, 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 listen. I'm an asexual, okay? (laughs) This is not me projecting, okay? This is me just wanting equality equality for women, Mm. okay? Like, I just want women to be able to have that because representation matters Mm -hmm. and what you see matters. And it's just so unfair Mm -hmm. that you could have anime after anime after anime after anime of him having these horrible horrible harems Mm -hmm. where they say such like terrible things Mm -hmm. and yet like women never get their chance Mm -hmm. yeah okay and not saying (laughs) that those should be allowed like but at least at least least let me have one (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right are you passing the baton to me i'll get back to this one but yeah (laughs) 
Alright. <clears throat> Sorry, now I gotta get into that mentality. <sighs> How have you not been in that mentality? I came into this like a raging bull. <laughs> Like I said, I never leave my soapbox. That's true. I usually, I'm, I maintain my chill personality. Sometimes I just need to get flowing. I just need to get flowing, you know? All right, so I've given this rant to a couple of my friends. I'm, mm-hmm. This is my flow motion. Here. Okay. I've given this rant to my friends, a, a small select group of my friends. So they know probably know this rant already, but I'm going to reiterate it. This is my rant against League of Legends. League of Legends, if you don't know, is a very popular game. It's got over like 20 million players mm-hmm. active mm-hmm. like it has a lot of players and you know as a humble gamer every once in a while you'll see something like that's super popular and you'll be like oh you know i'll, I'll hop on this trend maybe so like back in the day call of duty was the big thing you know it's the new call of duty release so let's hop on that and you'd play it you enjoy it it's fine now with league of legends it's super popular, right? And there's so much hyping it up. You have all these players that are like, this is great. I love League of Legends. There's huge, huge, huge gaming events that have celebrities and stuff that sponsor this. It's got insane media coverage. Like, there's whole music groups like KDA and freaking Imagine Dragons made songs for League of Legends. And it's got all this marketing and stuff. And it makes it look so cool. It looks like this, it's like this magical thing. It's got cool magic and cool characters, right? And it's got epic music. And then even like a, its own show came out, Arcane, which is awesome. It's a great show. I still go back and watch moments of Arcane. I was watching the Echo versus uh, Jinx scene. That was Aww, really cool. That yeah. triggers me. <laughs> Okay, continue. But, like, it's got great music. And then you play the game. And I just don't understand. I've tried to play this game. Seriously, like, four separate times I've picked up this game, gave it, like, two weeks of play. And I don't understand it. It is the most boring. You click on your mouse repeatedly and press a couple keys. And you just go to different points. And that's it. You you have different characters that kind of have cool abilities. Not really. They're all kind of abilities you see in other games they're very i don't know not too crazy and the maps are all kind of the i don't even like the art style the art style is kind of lame it's it's just so boring Mm -hmm. and like again it gets on my nerves that like it has such cool marketing and the the world it built is really cool with you know like arcane is such a great show it's really the world is so interesting and the game is so monotonous That's because they spend all their money on, on the marketing. marketing. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it baffles me that like so many people play it. I've asked like a couple friends that play it, and I'm like, "What is fun about this?" And they're like, "I don't know." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, why do you play it?" Apparently, it's like you know, it's kind of addicting, I guess, or it's got like a really aggressive, like toxic community, which which weirdly attracts people is toxic communities. I could go on about For Honor. It's a Rick super. And Morty. Yeah, but like the Bible. <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> yeah, it's got these uh, toxic communities. James, that we told people. you already. We gave you the warning. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it gets on my nerve that like it has such a cool like backing to it. Great music, great advertising. Yeah, and then you go and play the game, and it's just so unbelievably bad. <laughs> Like, I, I don't have anything against people that like it. I just don't understand it. Like, I, I just can't grasp why it's so loved the way it is. Like, in all honesty, it's not even, like, its own game, per se. It was a modification off of Dota. I think it was a it was a evolution of Dota, another 
kind of similar game. I was going to say League of Lords. League of Lords. But, you know, it just, I, I just don't understand it. I wish I could. And it just, it angers me. That's, that's my, that's my first You're plan. just mad in its existence. Its existence, yeah. Yeah. Its existence bothers me. That's correct. I remember like, when we were watching Arcane, we were like, this is going to be part of the rant episode. <laughs> because Holly and I had threatened stopping at episode four, I think. I think it was episode four. Where it was when Jinx first became Jinx, mm-hmm. right? When that huge... Also, sorry if you haven't seen this. <laughs> this is a spoiler alert to you right now. Because this is kind of like a pivotal moment. So this is your warning, but mm-hmm. like... Oh, and like Jinx dropped the bomb. When Jinx like, drops her bomb and becomes who she is, her whole like "oh woe is me" moment is so annoying. <laughs> and I just like she is too old for this. At her age, Violet was much more mature than this. I think she was just too babied mm. because her response is just. So absolutely annoying. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people like her character. And I think that they shouldn't because I think she's <laughs> annoying and terrible and awful. <laughs> but uh, that's my rant is that if you like her, you basic <laughs> AF and you have terrible taste. <laughs> <laughs> but that rant aside... Uh, so I've said this uh, many a times where I get really annoyed in the anime community with the big breasts, right? Mm, yeah. Or nudity or females, right? Mm-hmm. And again, it just comes down to equality, right? So obviously, and we can talk about how there's issues with pedophilia. There, there's so many times where it's like, I'll be reading a description and I'm like, this sounds so good. And it's like, oh, but this was the teacher and their student. And I'm like, gross. No. Or like the significant age gaps or like mm-hmm. she's clearly a child. Mm-hmm. Or like obviously you have like the Lolita mm-hmm. and like the infantilization. Yeah. And then obviously you have issues with racism mm-hmm. and just the lack of diversity. Mm-hmm. Which largely, I mean, you know, Japan is such a... What's the term for it? I think it's not nationalist, but like where I mean, it's just so largely... Or xenophobic, I believe. No, not necessarily. But like what's like when country just has a large population population of non-immigrants anyway i mean they're just lacking exposure Mm -hmm. essentially but definitely need exposure to diversity and obviously Mm -hmm. one of the best examples of racism is i think sister crown oh yeah yeah she was definitely one of those like oh my goodness please don't (laughs) please don't uh one of my one of my whole things is like you can can portray Mm -hmm. boobs like big boobs and nudity (laughs) but and I've always said up until this point, mm. like, I want equal amount of male genitalia. Yeah. And I have now decided that I'd like to, I'd like to say it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, raw dog and dick, but I want a whole bunch more erections. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch more. Because I'm sorry, but you're telling me that you little incel whores mm-hmm. are creating all these things with all your harems and you aren't getting... <laughs> 
No, I'm going to need to see drawn erections Mm -hmm. everywhere. Everywhere. All the time. For every single one that you draw, I'm going to need an erection. Mm -hmm. That is my quality stance. Mm -hmm. That until it's changed, I'm going to need some some erections. Yeah. Yeah. Or just stop, you know. Yeah, or just stop. But yeah. I think we should level the playing field a little bit here, yeah. you know? Ball, ball back in my court, I suppose. Mm-hmm. All right. My only, uh, I really only prepared two rants today, and both of them are about, like, gaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My other is just about, uh, kind of a more serious thing, mm-hmm. I guess, but, mm-hmm. like, more about gaming in general, in that, like, this is for any gamer that games knows this is that gaming has been on a real decline recently um in terms of like triple a games coming out you know that have obviously had a lot of money put into them and they just are buggy messes upon release they are literally unplayable Mm -hmm. they are super monetized and they're just bad an example of that right now is um pokemon pokemon just released their newest game scarlet and violet and the game is buggy it looks horrible it has really crappy mechanics the pokemon designs are kind of lame it's just it's not good and maybe you'd be like okay but you know it's on the switch the switch can perform games fine and it's not like breath of the wild is one of the most highly rated games plays perfectly on the switch and it looks excellent and yet pokemon now mind you pokemon is the highest grossing gaming franchise Mm -hmm. easily makes over i think i was looking at i think it's eight billion dollars they have more than enough money to make a half decently functioning game they have way way more than enough money than they, they could make like a full-on pokemon vr experience mm-hmm. i don't know how that would work but they could do it they absolutely could they have more than enough money is what i'm saying and yet they put out these you could cr- literally catch them all you could catch them all exactly they put out these crappy ips that are thrown together by a small team of developers and people eat it up listen that small team of that <laughs> they put their whole lives <laughs> work into that okay yeah apparently it, it, it most likely i think what i would know is like game developer game freak is actually a really small developer but again it's the corporate overlords that are heading over like oh yeah give us a game this year hurry up game 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 go 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 gotta get our meet our quota <laughs> let me have all the money yeah let me find eight million dollars mm-hmm. but but that's eight what i'm billion. like that's what i'm saying though is like sure that it's probably a small team but they could they could afford a massive team that mm-hmm. actually is, has super qualified people to make and they could extend the time to make a game that's actually really good but they don't because mm-hmm. they know they can keep pressing on these microtransaction filled games these buggy messes and people will buy it you know games have went from on average around $60 that most games now are $70 that's a whole $10 gap most games now if you go to a store it's $70 you're forking up whereas previously it was 60 which was a lot back then which was like five years ago a game was $60 it's it's sad it's a real sad state of affairs gameflation gameflation in game my inflation. day Back in my games were like fifty dollars. That's right. And even then, you had to sell a kidney. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna continue. Another thing is these kind of bigger producers are like just buying up small. It's a shame that I have to say this. Risk of Rain 2, my favorite game, made by a small company called Hopu Game. It's like two guys made it one of my favorite games of all time. And they had a DLC come out called Survivors of the Fool. Um, and it was released on P- PC, and it was massive success. 
a lot of people really loved it, and they were working on getting it to PS4. But there is a um, producer that they have to go through, a publisher called Gearbox, and because of this company, the release to PS4 was not going through, and to consoles in general. So they decided they were just going to remake the game for consoles, just remake the game mm-hmm. from the ground up mm-hmm. for consoles specifically, because there's different things that go on when releasing, mm-hmm. but they had to remake it. And just this month, like a week ago, the news was given out that Gearbox had purchased Hopu Games and the Risk of Rain 2 IP. So the company that was prolonging the expanse to consoles just flat out bought it. They said, screw it, this is our IP now. So Hopu Games no longer has control. So now whatever happens with Risk of Rain 2 is up to some developer that is known for making bad decisions with games, which is really sad. But that's just to go to show you that's the state that gaming is in right now. These big companies are just buying things and then they put out crappy products because they know it'll people pay for it. Which is sad. I mean, the fact that, like, Harvest Moon, like, barely exists anymore is just proof of that. Yeah. You know? Uh, so this is back to webtoons, okay? Yeah. And now, so I gotta explain this, right? So if, if you didn't listen to the episode where I explained how webtoons works, right? So basically, I mean, there's lots of webtoons, right? But there's basically um, a whole villainess count, count, you know, like a whole a whole subdivision of villainess, right? And there's mm-hmm. a whole kind of, like, transmitigator, regressor mm-hmm. kind of thing, right? My biggest pet peeve, okay, is when a character, okay, is when they regress. So they go back in time, right? They've lived a horrible life the first time, right? So they mm-hmm. go back, okay? Okay, they go back, okay? Okay. Okay. They go back. Okay. So, like, maybe, maybe, maybe their first time, they are like, Spears was terrible to them, okay? Mm-hmm. And they hit horrible in laws or something. I don't know, okay? Mm-hmm. Maybe they horrible first time, okay? They go back and they're like, I changed things because I know the future. And I change myself. Mm-hmm. So they change their selves, right? And they act differently. And because they act differently, things start to change. And their spouse starts to change because things are changing. Pieces are moving. And then they'll be like, excuse me, spouse is changing. Or like spouse isn't allowed to change. No, he's not a good person because in my last life, he was terrible. He was so terrible. Mm-hmm. And so he's a bad person in this life. Yeah. Like, essentially, like, she's allowed to change, but he isn't. Yeah. Like, babe, babe, just because you went back and you know you went back doesn't mean he doesn't, like, he can't also change. Yeah. And in the same merit, I hate it. I hate it. I hate Oh, my God. There is nothing more, nothing more than I hate. Okay. 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 <laughs> let me explain something to you. Let me explain something to you. Okay. So, there are ones where they'll jump into a novel, okay? And they're like, I know it's a novel. And they're like, I I need to change the novel, okay? I need to change the novel so I don't die, mm-hmm. okay? And then they're like, I can't accept this person's love or I can't do this because I don't want to change the novel or or because in the novel this happens mm-hmm. and I don't want that to like, and I know that they're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're, you're changing the novel. You fucking twat. Yeah. Like you fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. We've already established that A, you can change the novel and B, that you can change the novel <laughs> and that you should change the novel. Exactly. And then, let me tell you, let me tell you, okay? I, I can't even, none of this is coming out coherently. Like I wanted this mm-hmm. to be strong arguments against these very valid frustrations <laughs> against Webtoons. And That's what happened. Of it, that, I was 
listening to the last episode. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Like, we were making, in our minds, strong mm-hmm. arguments. Yeah. And then when I actually listened to it, I was like, oh my gosh, I made zero incoherent statements there. Okay, in all fairness, though, we were stupid tired yeah, last we episode. We were stupid tired, like, post-surgery, yeah. stupid late at night, like, on actual medication. <laughs> <laughs> <But> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, but none, so none of this is, is, is coming out the way I wanted to. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> But so in this one, in this one novel, or in this webtoon, she is the author of the novel. That she goes into her own, she goes into her own novel. Yeah. Which she has not finished. She does not know who the female lead is. <laughs> and she gets really close with the male lead. Mm-hmm. Really close. And so he, to the point where he is now dependent on her. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then she's like, well, I got to run away because he's going to fall in love with the female lead. And I don't want to hurt myself in the future. Uh-huh. Like I may like him, but he's going to fall in love with the female lead. And I don't want to be hurt yeah. by that, by him falling yeah. in love with someone. Like, I don't want to watch that happen, him falling in love with someone else. Yeah. <laughs> you wrote it. <laughs> and you didn't even write a female lead yet. What the fuck? <laughs> what logic is that? Yep. There is no logic there. Okay? There's no there's no logic there. And it's a real shame because the art for that one's really pretty. But like, God, <laughs> she's an idiot. And then, oh my God, there's one. Oh my God. There is one where she is now. She first was in a novel. Okay, so she first jumped into the novel. And then she lived that life in the novel. Then she regressed again. No. So she's a novel transmitigator and a regressor. Okay. Wow. So she's living high. Okay, yeah. She knows the old. Okay. This girl, okay. This, so Maylene, okay, mm-hmm. is stupid in love with her, right? Very obvious. Very, very, very obvious. And she's like, no, he's going to fall in love with the female lead. He never fell in love with the female lead in the first life. So anyway, she's like, he's going to fall in love with the female lead. So I should not fall in love with him. In fact, Mm -hmm. I should force the female lead to fall in love with him. But female lead is in love with another guy. And so she keeps trying to force these two together. But neither of them like each other. And they Mm -hmm. love other people. And she keeps forcing it. And she's willfully ignorant. And you're just like, my girl, I I cannot. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it when they are so willfully ignorant. Yeah. Like nothing drives me more insane than someone who's willfully ignorant to yeah. it. Like you're you're the problem. Okay. You're a bad representation of women mm-hmm. everywhere. Like there is love is blind where you're like, oh, I'm not good at seeing love and whatever. And then there's your dumb as a stump because you don't you don't represent us eyes twitching (laughs) i think that's the frustrating thing is like i don't know that men have to like think about that as men men in media being represented whereas like people of color and and women have to think so much more about how they're being represented Mm -hmm. and are more critical of how they're being represented because of that you know yeah back in my court yeah i have have two quick rants okay super quick one is about playing cards and that Paper cards are infinitely better than plastic cards. Okay. In terms of hand feel, in terms of playability, in terms of look, paper cards are just better. Specifically USPCC, the um, air finished cards, those are just so much better. And yet people get plastic cards for no reason. They suck. They don't slide well. I mean, sure, they last longer, but they're just not that good. And you can kind of put cooler designs on plastic cards, I guess, but paper cards are just better. Mm -hmm. They're better. Mm -hmm. And then my final rant, that was a very quick rant. This Mm -hmm. one's probably quicker. I don't know if I mentioned this in the podcast yet, but 
but I have a new job where I clean pools and I have come to the realization that fiberglass pools suck. I hate fiberglass pools. They are really horrible to clean. They don't retain chemicals well. They are not pretty. Like, listen, listen, pools are expensive. I know, but I'm pretty sure maybe fiberglass are probably the cheapest, I, I guess. I don't know. I, I have to look into it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they are though. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to be spending like at minimum 70 grand on a pool. What's I the would... alternative? Like what's the other one called? So there's fiberglass. There's and then... fiberglass. There's plaster. And then there's like tile. Most people get plaster and plaster is fine. Plaster is actually probably cheaper. Most likely. So I just can't understand the reason why you would get fiberglass. It, it doesn't even look nice. It looks ugly and they suck. So that is my rant about fiberglass pools. If you're going to be spending like 70 grand on a pool because these pools are expensive, why not just pay extra, a little bit extra for better? Yeah, my guess is that it's plaster is cheapest and then fiberglass and then tile. I spoke tile sure. as title. Title. Anyways, that's those are my rants. Yeah, it's hard to get an estimate on the tile. Yeah, what's the other estimates? Well, uh, plaster is like a 5,000 starting kind of thing per thing and fiberglass is like a seven. Eight thousand starting per thing exactly so why would you get fiberglass <laughs> a look and feel kind of thing i can understand maybe the feel like it kind of yeah. has like a slippy feel yeah that's what whereas, she said <laughs> whereas plaster has more of a concrete feel i suppose i'll just go for tile oh i'm sure there's probably gonna be a rant episode part two i feel oh, like i should have been writing down all these things because i swear to god i rant to holly every <laughs> night about yeah. like a webtoon where I'm like, Holly, I have to tell you, this is so annoying. Mm. But I mean, I, that's what that's what I think. This this episode is nice. We get we got mm-hmm. some venting out. Yeah, we needed. Yeah. Um, and the listener is absolutely mm-hmm. just going along for the ride. They have no idea what's going on. They're just here. Yeah, they can't. It. They can't see you sucking down those wings. Yeah. yeah. No, like you should know that webtoons are fantastic <laughs> and they're really really great. Mm-hmm. But they can also be really really frustrating. Yeah. And you can in one moment I'm all for the female lead and i'm like that mother (gasps) i almost forgot to talk about the worst Uh the worst i was i talked about it and i brought it up in the last episode okay almost forgot to talk about the absolute Mm -hmm. okay so when holly and i first started reading webtoons there was this really good one and it was so in her past life she had this really horrible life with like where she was the empress and her like the emperor like treated her horribly and basically had a, a concubine that he prioritized and like mm-hmm. he's like i'm in love with her and you're basically like my political wife and so when she got another chance at life she was like i'm gonna go she was still married to him and she was like but she's like hey i'm peacing out like i'm gonna go live with my dad and he's like the head of the knights and so she's like i'm gonna go like train to be a knight and just like head up the dukedom and we were like yeah yeah living for it and her dad is like the most supportive like i'm sorry you did what to my daughter like mm-hmm. oh he all no yeah. like i will hit your three key. Yeah. and so we were like yeah and then we get introduced to like side characters so crown prince is blue hair okay yeah. and we get introduced to scholar friend who is green hair and he's like the scholar best friend who kind of is like morally gray but very supportive of her and then we get introduced to red hair red hair who is like the opposing knight head leader um their family and he's also very skilled in knighting (laughs) (laughs) and they're friggin adorable 
and you see this whole thing unfold where she becomes strong and independent on her own and you're like she's gonna run the duke dumb and red is gray or even green and then all of that leads up to her just ending up with blue again the man mm-hmm. who in her previous life abused tortured and neglected her nice so she could have been this strong, independent female lead with her own dukedom and a strong red by her side, mm-hmm. fighting and knighting, and they made her a fucking empress who was abused and neglected again. Yep. The hell! Yep. What I love. So I think this one's called The Abandoned Empress, if anyone wants to share this one. This one's called The Abandoned Empress, and it is in the Webtoon community. It's pretty unanimously Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much the standard of, is it going to be another Abandoned Empress? Mm-hmm. And if anyone's also familiar with, like, the Webtoon world, there's also the Remarried Empress, mm-hmm. where she's also, like, treated horribly. So those are kind of, like, standard references mm-hmm. of, like, where does this fall? Like, how, what's the spectrum of this? But how bad of an ending is it? And it's really sad because, so, like, the novel version had side stories and whatnot, um, and, like, epilogues. And the webtoon was basically, the webtoon author was basically like, yeah, I got to cut this short because I've received so much hate mail uh, and death threats because people were like, this is a horrible ending. You should have changed it. Mm -hmm. You should have changed it from the novel. Like the novel had a dumb ending. You should have changed it. Because yeah, she should have changed it. (laughs) It was a terrible ending. Like the idea that like she had to be this married empress when she could have had this juked up. And I think ever since, and that was like early Webtoon days, and I think ever since then, it's been the fallback of, is he going to be a shitty spouse like Blue? Do we hate him and support female lead? Or do we actually kind of vouch for him? I think there's more, I think there's more nuance now as you like go about where it's like, no, 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 you like kind of have to like support him because he also had trauma and there was more going on and she didn't see it. And there's unreliable narrator kind of things going on. And we've talked about unreliable narrators in the past and, and yep. there's unreliable narrator factors. And... So you're kind of like, oh, I really actually support. Everyone hates on this male lead, but I actually support the male lead here where I actually disagree with the female lead here. And now there's like ones where I'm like, oh no, I'm totally in support of female lead and I like hate the male lead here. And then there's ones where I'm like, this is the perfect webtoon. This is the perfect one. So all that being said, there's drama. The webtoon is its own community and there is, um, so I use webtoon, but it's, I guess like more my speed is like manhwa is like so manhwa is the korean manga and i just recently found manhwa talk manhwa talk manhwa talk you just got on that but you have to be careful because um manhwa talk can be like man what talk (laughs) so you have to be careful but yeah man like webtoon community is really fun and once you get into that community you kind of all know like you're all kind of like you all kind of speak the same language of like you all understand the same painting references so it's a fun time but there are definitely things where it's like this drives me absolutely crazy so stay tuned for rant part two when i gather all my thoughts and i write them down as i rant them to holly and then i sit here and look at my list and i'm like all right here we go rapid fire yeah that's gonna be the end of season two yeah season two something but do you look forward to i mean this is season finale of season one but do you look forward to season two yeah uh this is our official announcement of taking a little breather a little break i don't know how long it's gonna be definitely won't be till the new year yeah so we until like next year so we will see you in the new year that's right we are taking a christmas break 
Yeah. Not because I really celebrate Christmas, because I am a retail <laughs> refugee. But it just kind of worked out that way. The timing just kind of worked out that way. But we will, we are going to try to really up the ante so that in season two, you get some real fun content, um, real good stuff, and you might even get to see the lost episode. So hats off to season one. Alright. Bye. Bye.